<laughs> what is what is your um and you can come back to me on this later. I want to hear a six word review of sixty seconds. How would you describe this movie to me in six words? Because I got one ready, locked and loaded, but I want to hear yours. Yeah, I got one. Yeah. Right now, I got one. Yeah, go on. Cars go fast. Nothing else matters. <laughs> oh, well done. <laughs> okay, yeah, I had a similar go on. one. No, no, it's not great. All right. Well, no, I'll do it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, make car go vroom, vroom, <laughs> fellas. <laughs> It's a shame that modern day phones don't open with Gavin DeGraw anymore. Man's performing in Oslo. I don't think any films open with Gavin DeGraw. He's out in the world. He's in fucking Bern, Switzerland, Denmark. That's how you know you've made it when you're in Bern. Yeah. Everyone says it's all for Bern. Been Set doing the this. Stage on fire. Whenever they get there, they're always like, "This is what I've worked for." <laughs> That's the Rolling Stones. That's my impression of Mick Jagger. Oh. Is this what we've always wanted, bruv? Is, is <laughs> wait, where is he from? Mick Jagger? Yeah. England. <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay. You know what, Mister? <laughs> I know all the musics. <laughs> You know who's also from England who sounds just like that too because everyone from England sounds just like that? Christopher Eccleston. Oh, fucking Christopher (laughs) The villain of the film we're talking about today. What are we talking about today? Uh, Well, maybe... um, (laughs) How you say? How you say uh, (laughs) Gone in 60 Seconds? (laughs) One of the greatest films of the turn of the century. Greatest? (laughs) 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 <laughs> I mean, yeah greatest people have taste god so many things happened in the y2k <laughs> <laughs> and everyone celebrated when it was not a big deal because then they knew that this film would come out and now this is one of the things that happened as yeah. a result you know what's you know what's wild you know what i wanted to say first and foremost about this movie i've expressed my deep love and admiration for the fast and the furious franchise in the past of course and while this movie is uh, different in many many ways it has a plot it has like a plot and yeah. i would argue i mean if uh, if you're thinking of gone in 60 seconds versus fast and the furious one i would argue they're comparable in quality although i think this movie is better than fast and the furious one and mm. i will also say has a better cast however this movie just had no impact i mean it made 200 million dollars at the box office but it's like it's so interesting to see film those two films very close together in time and one spawns a massive franchise of yeah of high quality films and another is just completely dismissed. Is There's- it fair? Probably. I don't really know or <laughs> care, but you know. Please God let it yeah. end. There is no there is no o- old OG version of Fast and Furious, like Gone in 60 Seconds, right? What do you mean? Like, it's a, what is it, a 70s movie? A 60s? The original Gone in 60 Seconds is a 70s film, yeah, 70s which I've film. never seen. 
You know what I think? You know what I think it is now that we're here talking about it? And this is going to be a three hour long epic because oh, this, this has movie. to be exactly <laughs> 60 minutes on the dot. <laughs> it's actually 60 seconds. All right, bye. Um, <laughs> I actually, I think because the people in this film, like outside of this movie, are kind of like even kind of grimier than in Fast and the Furious, whereas Fast and the Furious are all kind of like, I mean, yeah, they're criminals, but like, you know kind of robin hood ish criminals and they're all kind of cleaned up and well to do whereas like giovanni ravisi in this is just such a greaseball <laughs> man G- giovanni ravisi sounds like his whole thing is to sound like he's just been woken up from a four-hour nap he's yeah. like i'm gonna go to bed for five minutes wake me up and someone didn't and then he wakes up after four hours like I don't, I don't understand. I don't is know, it, man. Is it yeah, evening or morning? Oh, man, I slept for too long. And that's his <laughs> acting method across his 20-year deck, whatever, career. Um, I kind of think Giovanni, Giovanni Ribisi is one of the most underrated actors I love him. in a long They're, time. Don't get me wrong. I think that his performance in uh, Saving Private Ryan is, like, really stunning. Hell yeah. And there, have you ever seen The Virgin Suicides? No. He's not in that film, but he's the narrator of that movie. And oh, I shit. think that was a really, really incredible idea for casting because he has such a unique voice. I mean, when you by call Sophia movie Coppola. That, yeah. When it's called Virgin Suicide. It's a good well fucking movie, too. Yeah. Young Josh Hartnett, our boy, our favorite. Uh, our favorite you know what? You're throwing around a lot of words today. Yeah. Our, Josh Hartnett is the best actor of all Josh time. Hartnett's and this movie favorite. is the second best movie of all time uh, besides Neon Demon. We've established it. You said it earlier. Hey. You just tried. You said it off mic so you'd have some plausible deniability. <laughs> and yet here we are and you're too afraid. You're too afraid to live your truth, Pri. <laughs> What's my truth? Your truth is that this movie fucking rules. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. So anyway, this is your favorite film. Uh, Do not besmirch the good word of Pri. Definitely one of the best films we've done so far. You know far. what? I'm, you know me to be an ardent Cage fan. Okay. Who is it? Right? Yeah. And- I love the man. I love all his madness. I love everything he does. I feel like he's not in this movie until <laughs> maybe one evil Knievel scene in the end. And the rest of it is just like, here's 400 other people you can look yeah, at. Yeah, there's this cast by. is in, in insanely large. Insufferable? And, yes. <laughs> and lots of them, yeah, unfortunately are insufferable. And, um, and to me, it's just like, man, this is not a Nick Cage film. This is just a diluted Michael Bay fucking it's not him i know it's what's your face dominic senna senna yeah but it just feels like i just wanted like some transformers to emerge from somewhere it is a bruckheimer joint so like the thing i actually i wrote down that like it definitely seems like it was like all right maybe we can get bay to do this and he was like fuck no i have to make (laughs) a movie about pearl harbor called pearl Harbor." pearl harbor and then they were like what about like tony scott and he was like fuck no yeah. <laughs> i gotta make something else i don't yeah. know what and then they came to dominic senna who I, I don't really have any real opinion on but this movie does kind of feel like it has aspects of bay and scott but it just never quite reaches any of their picadillos you know their their quaint charms it's walmart bay and scott it's not it's pretty it's yeah yeah <laughs> um do you do you want to reveal that when we met on a dating app, what you were you were in the middle of when we started chatting? I was in the middle of a very very important 
Nicolas Cage movie marathon. And you had never seen this movie. And this wasn't yeah. on it because yeah. I... Because you guys don't have very good taste. Here. Well, yeah. excuse you, sir. I've yeah. already uh, partaken in Season of the Witch <laughs> by the famed director, <laughs> Mr. Dominic Seta. So, which, incidentally, 11% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yes, yeah, real What classic. a loss. Yeah. That movie, that movie is decent. And that movie is like a poor man's kingdom of heaven. Change my mind. No one can. I love it. If you want to watch it, with me one day. Oh yeah, I do definitely. Let's let's do it's it. It's got the queen in it. It's got all the fucking. It's yeah. got the queen. <laughs> yeah, it's got the queen. Um, yeah. So gone in sixty seconds. This is like we've done a run of films that I just like watched all the time when I was a kid. I think a friend of mine had this on VHS, and yeah. we just fucking must have worn that tape out. This movie, yeah, was lit at the time. Did Did you feel the same way passionately as you did rewatching it now? God no. <laughs> no, it's not a very good film. It's it's <laughs> not even for the quality of the film or plot or anything like that, but did it instill feelings of nostalgia? Yeah, yeah, for sure. It has its charms. Like I it has I I do I don't think everything about this movie is bad. I think there are parts of it that are good. I think it's like a competently made film. Hmm. But like and and here okay, here's a few things. I actually do like Cage in this. I think he's good because he's very laid back. And then there are moments where he like freaks out, which is really funny. That's great. Um, I really like Delroy Lindo. I think, I think, here's my big rewrite of this film. Cut Angelina Jolie completely. Because she's not good in this. And it's crazy that she went from winning an Academy Award to being (laughs) in this film. (laughs) Cut her completely. Not that I dislike her. I just don't think she's very good in this movie. Also, just the idea of her character is just so over the top and silly. And she's just got this like crazy (laughs) hairdo. And, 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 hold on. Her and Cage have zero chemistry. But Cage and Delroy Lindo, on the other <laughs> hand, I want to watch those fucking guys talk all day. Touch faces. Yeah. And Cage and um, uh, Robert Duvall. Like, just fantastic. Oh, my God. Man. This movie is all Duvall, baby. Oh, this Duvall is Duvall is, all day. And again, so Duvall is, I also like Duvall in this. I also think, besides Rabisi, who's not incredible in this movie, another one of cinema and television's most underrated actors, Will Patton, is in this. And he's just fucking great he's really good in this movie and the thing is he's taking it really seriously and i love that about him i love that about his role in this yeah what is what is your um and you can come back to me on this later i want to hear a six word review of 60 seconds how would you describe this movie to me in six words because I got one ready, locked and loaded, but I want to hear yours. Yeah, I got one. Yeah. Right now, I got one. Yeah, go on. Cars go fast. Nothing else matters. <laughs> oh, well done. <laughs> okay, yeah, I had a similar go on. one. No, no, it's not great. All right. Well, no, I'll do it anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, make car go vroom, vroom, <laughs> fellas. That's the one. Yeah, That's the it. one. See, and to your point, we don't need Angelina Jolie because then my six-word story wouldn't work. 100%. Yeah. Perfect. Um, so here's here's my other thing that I think that this film kind of missed out on. And I understand because it was the 2000s and I'm sure the studio was like, you can't do that. But I want to know how to steal cars. Like, I want to know. I want to have a, a film that's about like the competence porn of stealing cars. Yeah. I want to I want them to be like, this is why and how you you do it, you yeah. know, because there are actually that's kind of some of the stuff I like is how they it shows them doing it and there's some like a little bit of talk about how it's done and things 
and like but every time they do it there's something unique right yeah like the keys the laser cut keys and then there's scenes <laughs> of like there's the one where Nicolas Cage unscrews the the light bulb and then he turns off the alarm through the thing it's like I like that stuff a lot yeah and they just missed out on having that in you know in this film it, and and they just could have cut like half of the cast to be a little more streamlined and lean you know well, like you know in Ocean's Eleven that how elaborate everyone kind of has yeah. a role and they're well placed right but in this it just seems like no nah, not really this movie yeah. is n- the most fun part of this movie should have been the ragtag group of car thieves coming back together to do one great big heist and even that is just like yeah and you boring. know what you know what another issue is is like i wrote this down there's there's like too people. many fist fights for a movie <laughs> about stealing cars and on top of that I was like, when I rewatched this movie, because yes, I watched it twice this week, because to be fair, it goes down like a smooth drink of water. Oh, boy. Um, it takes so long to get to the heist yeah. portion of the film. Of course. And it's frustrating, you know? And and even, I remember this when I was really young watching this movie, and I think I, I definitely have this on DVD, so I've watched it like a hundred times. Mm-hmm. There's a portion of the heist part even that gets really boring. And it's really annoying to me. There's a point halfway through the heist where I'm just kind of like, oh, God, this is so boring. Yes. Like, this part is just so, you know, yeah. when when things start to go wrong, I guess, which I understand from, like, a storytelling point of view that it kind of has to. But, like, when, when um, not Kip, who's the, the, the computer guy? Uh, the kid from Butterfly Effect. Yeah, older, another Will Tommy from Butterfly Scott Effect. Sebastian, uh, his name is Toby. So let's Toby, that. Toby. When Toby gets shot, mm-hmm. and when when uh, the Walmart Dave Chappelle and um, oh my god, big he totally is a Walmart big Dave uh, big what's his face, <laughs> the big English guy. Uh, yeah, yeah, Vinnie Jones. Vinnie Jones, and we're doing another Vinnie Jones. Fucking, what's um, up? When they get like uh, accosted in the Hummer mm-hmm. and they play the DMX song, that starts when I'm just kind of like, Ugh, I don't know. And then it kind of k- picks up into the climactic like chase. But even the climactic chase is like a chase in four fucking sequences, and it's so long. God, okay, hold yeah. on. Before you go into all the details, just as a very high level for anybody who's never going to want to watch this movie ever again, um, a cast of 924 people come together to rob cars. Yeah. For a price of what? 200 grand? Yeah. That for them to get what? Like $200 each? Like what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who, who's doing the math on this thing? Yeah. What are the profits going to be so, like? So th- it was funny because I, as, as I do, I kind of Googled and like looked on like Reddit and IMDb. I was like, do people like this movie? And a lot of the time it was like car people being like i don't know it's just nice to see a bunch of cool cars and that's that's totally like if that's your jam that's mm-hmm. that's fine with me the very similar to how like if sex in the city if you're into ugly horrible expensive clothing that's cool too Whoa. but like, that that movie's the ferrari of yeah, car true. body dresses yeah i don't know what i'm saying they should have named the cars after <laughs> did was sex in the city Eleanor? would it have been on <laughs> yeah could have named some of the cars after them Carrie there but there was def- there was a samantha yeah. And there was a Charlotte on the board, I think. I, think I bet there they're I bet they're all there. Oh. I bet they're all represented. Anyway though, I was kind of like like people do kind of have a feeling like me, like this is just kind of like a fun popcorn movie that's not very good. <laughs> and then what the fuck was I gonna say? You read it. You went down, read it the dollar money amount? Was yeah, the money amount. Yeah. Um someone brought up they were like the one thing that i really just can't believe is that 
is that uh, and then i i had never really thought of this because it, it just passed me by but they were like i can't believe that these guys did this job for two hundred thousand dollars yeah and the other thing <laughs> when when nicholas cage comes to rescue kip yeah now the money is split like 11 ways. Oh, that's what I'm saying. They all get like $1,200 each. Yeah. What the fuck? And, but <laughs> so someone else brought up, which which was good, was like, um, they were like, well, regardless, like Cage still has to rescue Kip from death. Yes. So the money it isn't is kind of besides the point. Mm-hmm. But Kip does say, he's like, we're talking about a lot of money when they come to join. And it's like, you're not really. These cars are no. worth like millions of dollars. Yeah, yeah, and they all quit their respectable jobs that pay probably just as much to come do this heist. Like, Angelina Jolie's character is a successful bartender who also, d- like, fixes cars on the side. This mm-hmm. other guy that... The, the other black guy, that then the other Dave Chappelle guy, they all have... That's, that's Walmart Bernie Mac. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Bernie Mac and Dave yeah. Chappelle in this fucking thing. <laughs> he quits his job being a a, um, a car driving I, instructor where there's dude. some pretty solid racist oh humor there. Oh, my God. Jesus. It, you know what? If he didn't drop in that little swimming joke, he could have gotten away with calling that but Asian lady just, a bad driver. But also just the fact that the like they they cast this Asian lady as just like a complete stereotype. It's just yeah. so, there's really not Asian. Yo, well. man, I can't even ride a bicycle. So, <laughs> you know what? I'm living the stereotype. <laughs> I would be a terrible driver. I don't know. <laughs> as a non-racist, I don't know if that is a stereotype of Indians. If they're, if like... <laughs> <laughs> like, like, oh I, man, they just can't ride a bike. Man. I feel like I feel like Indians must be sh- just so goddamn good at driving anywhere else in the world because they've lived through the absolute worst driving gotta, in India. Uh, yeah, that too. I got a question for you. Mm-hmm. Has there ever been a Hindi remake of this? There's, I mean, come on. There's been a there's been a remake called Tarzan, which is or Tarzan, which is a remake of David Hasselhoff's car show. Oh, I have no I don't even know Knight what that Rider? is. Sure, I don't know. Oh, uh, I think that's the closest thing I remember to cars. Interesting. Oh no, Doom. Fucking Doom's all about car chases and car that No, maybe not. You know what? I'll come back to this. Yeah. There's nothing Bollywood hasn't done. Yeah, re- they make they make a uh, 6 million films a year. Um so, you know, there's they probably make th- Shout out to my boys. They probably made 3 or 4 this year <laughs> remaking <laughs> yeah, this movie. All all cars. <laughs> They're like, "You know what? This was a big hit last year. Why don't we <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Why don't we make Realistically it though, like when they steal it, they're just stuck in traffic, so then <laughs> you're just kinda inching your way to the nearest <laughs> Gone in forty minutes. Why are their names they're thief names, okay? They're, these are obviously names they've picked. Just not good. Well, I I kind of had a thought that like <laughs> Nicholas Cage is called Memphis Reigns and I was mm. like this dude looks like an estate lawyer like you're telling me his yeah. name is fucking Memphis his name is something else and his Randall. middle name is Memphis Randall. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so Randall Reigns alright and then I, I like that Delroy Lindo always calls him Randall yes yeah, yeah. Uh, they have a vi- they have so much more chemistry than 100%. you're totally right yeah. it, that's, that's what I was getting at with the cutting Jolie out I think I, I don't know if I said it but yeah this, this movie pa- already passes the Bechdel test just because of Delroy Lindo's <laughs> no it doesn't sweet gentle there's two love female characters forward, forward. 
<laughs> they don't even make eye contact. Does it absolutely need two women? Damn. You, you don't know what the Bechdel test I is? I don't know that it needs two. I just thought yeah, it needed... I thought it needed a woman to talk about anything but a man during No, no, no. Two, two named female characters uh. have to talk to each other about something other than a man. Oh, they have to talk to each other. Yes. Well, then, fucking, I'm over here introspecting. Counts for nothing? So, I want to talk about one of the worst parts of this film, which I've already said is Angelina Jolie. Yes. And I just want to briefly touch on her career. Yeah. Because it's not interesting to me. <laughs> well, she's tired, dude. She's got well, 40, children. She, yeah, and that's great. She's adopted half of Africa, which is yeah. amazing. Um, but also, like, I was looking through her filmography, and she has a very robust filmography, not to mention she's a director and stuff. Like, she's, you know, she's not a lot of, but, like, Man, I, has she never really done a great film? You know, like and Mr. and Mrs. Smith. I have never seen it. Oh, yeah. what's up? Yeah, but Mr. and Mrs. Smith isn't like The Godfather. Like people are yeah, like aware that it's not. It's definitely not Gone in sixty seconds. It's an yeah. elevated experience. It's not even the best. Is that a Doug Liman film? Oh shit! It's not even the best Doug Liman film, if that's the case. What's his best movie? Edge of Tomorrow. Probably Edge of Tomorrow, right? Yeah. Oh, Born Identity, fuck. Yeah, yeah, Born Identity as well. But like, like Mr. and Mrs. Smith, it's <laughs> it's probably better than Gone in sixty seconds. But it's about in the same tier of quality. Like it's no. just a popcorn blockbuster. No, no, I hard hard disagree. There's there's so much more intrigue. If anything, this movie, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, is a lot closer to Oceans than it is closer to Gone in sixty seconds. Don't, I guess so, but like you're comparing one of the greatest films of all time to Mr. and Mrs. Smith. I just don't think that's like. <laughs> How dare I? <laughs> Gone in sixty seconds. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not denying that Mr. and Mrs. Smith is probably better than Gone in sixty seconds. But to <laughs> be like, probably it's so. But it's like you're like, <laughs> it's closer to Ocean's Eleven. It's like, yeah, I guess so. The way that like. <laughs> 499 is closer to one than 500 it's like yeah All right. sure. okay okay <laughs> i will not stand here for some jolie slander no i just no she yeah she's been pretty mediocre in this no movie. she's not a mediocre she's she's an academy movie. award winner right she's she's not mediocre in this movie she's bad she's really not good mm. and and to be fair to jolie it's not her fault not a good yeah. well-written character no in direction. the least yeah there and as we just talked about there is like this is not really a fucking female-centric movie at all. Mm-mm. And that shows when, like, the the way they deal with a female character is to make her almost characterless, which is yeah. very, you know, she's not good. And it's not totally her fault. She doesn't have a lot to work with. Mm-hmm. But, like, and she's not the only not good actor in this film. <laughs> but, like, her, I was just, like, looking at her career, and I was, I'm just like, oh, none of these really have ever moved me. No. You know? No. And we can talk about it more when we inevitably cover the Eternals, but like it's weird that that's kind of the latest thing that she did, oh, shit, right? Right. Yeah. Oh my god. And you texted me out of the blue to add her one of her movies to our list. Unbroken, right? That's a, jo- a that's a Jolie pick. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. I don't even remember. Well, yeah, you. I, I remember because you texted me out of the blue, and just all the text said was unbroken. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Good for you, babe." <laughs> no context. <laughs> uh, oh, what's up, Bone Collector? Thank you for getting a pivotal performance in Shark Tale. Babe, the Bone Collector is not a good movie. <laughs> Maleficent. Yo, she fucking she rips in Maleficent. She is the titular 
Maleficent. Maleficent. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, that's I'm. That's it. That's the, all. That's I remember. All I, got. I remember when did Maleficent two come out? Can you, can you have that pulled up there? I've got uh 2014 for Maleficent one. But Maleficent two came out rather fairly recently, right? 2019. Yeah, felt like it was just yesterday. I remember the seeing. That movie came out and I was seeing something in the theater because it was a time when there was not a lot out. So that was like the big ad that was coming out. Mm-hmm. And that trailer, that theatrical trailer was just like, this movie is going to be a fucking mess. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> like you couldn't, it was like incomprehensible yeah. what was actually happening or what. Yeah, I don't know. I know. And it, it also made it like, like some weird sequels do where they like, it made a very big deal of the fact that it was a sequel to Maleficent, a movie that like, I don't think anyone re- really is like, f- I'm a huge Maleficent head. <laughs> I'm yeah. a huge Maleficent head. Let me stop <laughs> you right there. It's got our girl, little neon demon. Yeah, I know. So does Maleficent too. And yeah. Spoiler. There, there are two couple of Malef- two Maleficent, two demons in there. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta check it out. Isn't it like about the witch from that stupid musical? Or some shit. Cinderella? I don't fucking know, <laughs> dude. I don't fucking know anything. Snow White? I've forgotten I've forgotten how to talk about I'm not any. doing my fairy tales right. Yeah. I'm fucking this up. We watched Bo is Afraid. Now I've forgotten how to talk about films oh ever God. again. Yeah. Bo is afraid. Pre is afraid to ever yeah. go back to the cinemas. Bo lest is, she be lulled to sleep. Bo for is three too hours. long. Fucking Bo Bo is a bore. Bo has a lot. <laughs> um, do you want to talk about the plot? Um I think we already done talked about the plot. The plot is that come on, Nicholas Cage's brother Kip, played by Giovanni Ribisi, is just it's just a little firecracker. The guy, yeah, he's just like I'm out here stealing cars. I just want to warn everyone. <laughs> I'm going uh, going into this raw. I have not <laughs> written down anything about the plot because yeah. I didn't have time. Just like the director. But here we go. <laughs> yeah. He came onto the I'm set. I'm just fucking making it up as I go along. Perfect. So Kip. Steals a Porsche. Kip steals a bunch of cars and gets in trouble with this Scottish guy. Scott, I think he's British. Come on, with this Rock, British Rock, guy, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Doctor right. Who, one Scots, of the four four hundred Doctor Who's. Scots are not capable of evil, so you're totally right. Yeah, he's true. British, and he's um, he's he's what? There's this fantastic line in the film where he's polluting the underbelly of a soft pig. Like L.A.? I have no idea. Christopher, <laughs> uh, Christopher Eccleston, I like in this movie because he is like, he is being a villain. Yeah. And there is actually, so there, he's he's actually kind of a good villain and he's just, he's in a bad film. He's a bad villain in a bad film. You don't he think is, he's a good villain? He is horrendous. <laughs> he famously has said in interviews, like, yeah, that movie sucked and I sucked in it. Yeah, he's I right. Yeah. Was not doing a good job and I didn't want to. I disagree. <laughs> I think he's good in this. Chris, <laughs> I think you're good Chris, in this if you're movie. Listening. There's there's this part close <laughs> to the end. We're gonna skip we're gonna skip the whole plot. No. I just want to mention there's a part at the end in the climactic like climactic bit, which fucking sucks in this movie. When he has Delroy Lindo, he's got the gun on him. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, <laughs> he's like pointing the gun at him. Delroy Lindo's like, you don't want to do this. He's like, yeah, I do. <laughs> I'm like, that's, that's some good cool. villainy. Yeah. And then, and then when he's like, he's like, if you shoot a cop, your life will be over. And he's like, no, you got that the wrong way around. Yeah. Your life will be over, hey. which I do think is a good line. All right, dad. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Christopher Eccleston, I like you in this movie. And maybe it's because I have bad taste. Probably is, but whatever. <laughs> So he, he um 
you know what? Not all villains can have a thing where they're super into cats or like have a menacing, effeminate voice. He's his whole evil thing is that he's super into woodworking. Working into wood. And, yeah. Also, <laughs> so so one sec. I want to I want to talk about the wood bit in a second. But basically, Kip fucks up this job. The cops bust them up. Um, he doesn't steal all the cars in time that he's are on the list. He's supposed to steal fifty cars. Fifty cars with his gang, uh, including Scott Con. We're talking about another Scott Con joint. Um, and then so. Um, Atlee, played by Will Patton, goes out to find Memphis, played by Nick Cage, who is a retired car thief, a legendary retired car thief. Kip's brother. Kip's older brother and says, hey, your brother fucked up. We need you to come back and sort it out. Nick Cage comes back and he goes to find his brother, who's been taken by... by uh, What is his name? What's Ray- Eccleston's not name? Not Raymond, but... Kalitri. Kalitri. And he goes to get his brother back and stuff, and Kalitri basically coerces him into doing the 50-car boost to make some money and and save his brother from in death. three days now he <laughs> one thing that is like such a it's a little stupid cinematic flourish that now that we're talking about it makes no fucking sense oh really now it doesn't make yeah sense? <laughs> it's the only big plot hole in this film no <laughs> so kalitri he's like a carpenter right he makes yeah. all this wood stuff and there's a point where he's like Oh, I made this. And he unveils a beautiful coffin. Yes. And he's like, it's my first one. Your brother's going in it, basically. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, you could sell that for like a lot of money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like You could make like a business. That could be but a business. It's yeah. like really nice of this evil villain to make but, a coffin you know, for this. It's like my girl. For, for a dude, he's going to crush to death in a car. <laughs> uh, it's like my girl, Angelina Jolie says later on, you know, if you, you know, if you got to work harder, it makes less money. So. That's why Kalitri is a card. Yeah, yeah. you got to work twice as hard when it's honest. There you go. Yeah, see, you're fucking quoting this shit. It rips. All man. right, I hate this. Yeah. I hate Babe, this I got a me. question for you. Speaking of Jolie, go on. What do you think is more exciting, having sex or boosting cars? <sighs> you know what? If like Nick Cage is involved, I'm be boosting cars <laughs> nonstop. <laughs> We're right. not even gonna have time for anything up. but that. I got a follow up for you. <laughs> what do you think is more exciting, having sex or podcasting? <laughs> boosting cars or podcasting the audience doesn't know we're doing both right now oh my I god <laughs> we're I in mean boosting cars and we're podcasting. in a stolen vehicle yes. as we do this yeah <laughs> yeah boy so so um <laughs> gosh memphis basically he's like sworn off of car thievery and he goes and basically says like kip you're fucked i don't want to help you and stuff but then he goes to his mom and his mom's like just do whatever you can to get him out of this mm-hmm. and uh there's a scene at the famous diner that's only ever used for films it's not an actual diner it's in training day it's in seven it's oh in very also, cool yeah yeah it's famous hell yeah, yeah. um <laughs> i do like this scene when giovanni Ribisi makes him breakfast and he's like what'd you put in it and he's like i don't know i don't know <laughs> and it's just like three fistfuls he of salt sp- he spilled the salt in it yeah um there is a point where uh, Nicolas Cage obviously rolls back into town and he is a famed car th- ex-car yeah. thief, just one of the best in LA. So the two main detectives on this case roll up to him and be like... Delroy Lindo and? Timothy Oliphant, baby! Oh, there's, this movie should be 17 people who are just this, him. This movie is the fucking... It's stacked like Enemy of the State. It's, it's fucking face after face God. after face. But yeah. the impact is not there. So anyway, we'll come back to it. Um, yeah. He, <laughs> both the detectives are like, oh, look, Memphis is back in town. Um, let's just stay on his tail. So Memphis is like, all right, cool. I'm going to go get the same gang that this detective yeah. is familiar yeah. with. 
to steal a bunch of cars in the next three days. Yeah. Well, you know what? This guy's a famed fucking car thief. This guy's the thiefiest of thieves. My favorite scene in the film is after he visits his mom and he goes outside and Delroy Lindo is there. And (laughs) um, (laughs) just (laughs) it's my favorite because the way Delroy Lindo is like, and this guy who called me, he said, you'll never believe it. I saw Memphis Rains. I said, no, you didn't. He said, yes, I did. I said, no, you didn't. He said, <laughs> he said, yes, I did. I'll bet you 20 bucks that I just saw Memphis Rains. <laughs> Nicholas Cage is like, you guys said a lot. <laughs> <laughs> that, oh, that's the most this movie has anything in terms of like a riveting back and forth for dialogue. The Del, Delroy Lindo is such a good actor and yeah. he is actually good in this and I do like him. And much like Will Patton, he's just like, he's taking it very seriously. He's like mm. straight down the line. And like, <laughs> like when Timothy Oliphant's like, your wife's mean. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great movie. Oh, it's unbelievable. Will you, will you take and your glasses off, please, when you talk to me? Just don't yeah. take your glasses See, I like that stuff. That was right? sweet. Yeah. The thing is, is like, there's the, the brilliance of this film <laughs> is like, so Cage is obviously like the good guy. Yeah. And then there's kind of like levels of villainy, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. And like Delroy Lindo is a good guy just trying to do his job. Yeah. And then Kalitri is like a fucking asshole, basically, right? I've seen this movie a sum total of one and a half times. Yeah, lame. Um, and you haven't lived. Through f- fair deal of struggle trying to get through after the first 30 minutes. But the last 30 minutes of this film, is it just all of Ambulance with Jake Gyllenhaal? I've never seen Ambulance. I haven't yet to have the pleasure, but um, okay. uh, probably, yeah. You know what? Pretty Maybe much. you don't have to, because now that you've seen Gone in 60 Seconds. I'm I'll jacked for it. I'm, I got. I need more. A lot. Yeah. There you go. This is the sequel you wanted, and it's in the form of Ambulance. So yeah. you're welcome. So Nick Cage decides to get the gang back together, the old gang back together, to, to do this job to help help uh, his Kip. brother out. And so he gets uh, Donny Astricky, the, the guy that driving instructor he gets um vinnie jones he gets vinnie jones he comes who to is robert a, duvall vinnie jones is a uh, mortician he's like a coroner or something <laughs> he's a coroner which i'm kind of like is, dude you are you like highly educated like how did you get this job like, I, which, well maybe he's got mad talent but he's a mute <laughs> for yeah. the entirety of the film yeah it's a very strange so yeah. cool vinnie jones not a word spoken yeah and then and then robert duvall and they're gonna do it and then he tries to get jolie but she says no she eventually shows up and does it yeah scott khan shows up at some point with well he tells kip to stay out of it right, right and then okay, kip shows okay. up with his buddies and he's like no we got all these other we're the young guys and we got all these talents like computers <laughs> go toby and toby yeah is that why scott khan's name is tumblr because they're super into social media? <laughs> no, he invented Tumblr, babe. What if the other guy was like, oh, no, Pinterest died. <laughs> this is Friendster. No. <laughs> okay. All right, save it for your stand-up routine. My space shot. <laughs> Not my space. <laughs> uh, the, one of them is named Mirror Man, the B-grade Dave Chappelle. There you go. Um, I assume it's because he only wears sunglasses ever. Get your big ass out of the car. And then Freb, obviously. Yeah. It, and then they decide to do this boost. But again, like, so, and then they go and they scout the cars, which I think is a good montage of stuff, basically. Mm, yeah. I really like that. I like the part where they're playing the movie car trivia and stuff. I thought that was really good. Dude, I saw this movie yesterday and I have no memory of this car trivia. Yeah, I've seen this movie so many times. <laughs> it escapes my Yeah, most I remember all memory. these things. And then like this uh, is kind of like lags in this bit a little bit, except for that montage. And then Toby steals, not Toby, Freb steals a car 
accidentally, which is full of heroin. Right when, uh-oh, Delroy Lindo shows Detective up at the shop. Work. Another good scene. I like yeah. that. That's good. And uh, this is this is a scene where I was like, the way the repartee between Nick Cage and Delroy Lindo, I was like, these guys just gotta fucking hold hands and give just, them a room. Already. Yeah, seriously, it was, they're it was so beautiful good. to behold. The part the part where he's like letting him in the car and he's like he's like you probably know more about cars at this point than I do. He's like, you slipping on me? He's like, no. He says your knowledge overwhelms me. Yeah, so good. Yeah. How do you remember it this way? Again, babe, a hundred times. <laughs> Brilliant written, brilliant written and filmed piece oh of boy. cinema. Yeah. It's just so quotable and believable and beautiful. <laughs> so there, there was like a whole other subplot with a guy played by Master P that we don't have to get into. Fucking but, Master <laughs> P. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, um, then it's the the boost, the night of the boost, which yeah. is generally like pretty good, but not good. <laughs> so, so we can fast forward to the point where you, where we learn that. Of the 50 cars that he has to steal in three days, he's stolen 49. Mm-mm. We can't fast forward. We cannot fast forward that part because the only scene I think um, there there's like this scene where Cage and Jolie are about to have sex in this car while they're waiting for a couple <laughs> to have sex, which is <laughs> not Jesus good. But Christ. I have to say, man, this whatever song and I didn't bother to look it up. Because I'm a pure journalist, whatever song they play in that scene is like fucking perfect 2000s like love theme for these two characters. It's so good. Don't look it. it up. Don't look at it. You're reaching for your phone. Don't do it. But just ah fuck, it rules. And it is the cringest shit I've ever seen. It's amazing. Yeah. It's so it's such a hard watch because I mean, initially Angelina Jolie like slumps over from the passenger's seat side seat to the driver's side seat where Nick Cage is sitting. And then she's obviously like into it. She leans in and somewhere halfway through, she's like, I can't do this. Just no. And then she moves away. But then he keeps like coaxing her back into this position again. No, no. They were outside the car before. And then she goes in the car. No. And they get. Yeah. Yes. 100%. This is after they're already making out in the car where she like pulls away from him for a second. He coaxes her back in and then she pulls away permanently to leave the car to be like oh okay we're gonna do some oh, spy right. shit now yeah oh it was such a it was a hard cringe watch because the whole time he's just bombing her with these like car metaphors or whatever like yeah booster i hardly knew her no like, fuck, he's stop not it, he's talking guy. about car stuff that you, we don't know anything about but, know, it's, but it's super like sexy and hot <laughs> <laughs> we also, I forgot to mention Jesus. that the part where um, Nicolas Cage is posing as someone trying to buy a really nice car, and he talks to the guy. That's <laughs> the two Rodgers don't make a right. That is the best. <laughs> that scene. is Nicolas Cage at his best, definitely. He. <laughs> I actually, that's the only note I have here in this entire file. <laughs> two Rodgers don't make a right. Ha ha ha! He does the fake. Seriously, laugh. Got, like if just go look up that line yes. on youtube because yes i'm not going to do it into the mics is super loud but the way he like guffaws <laughs> after is so funny <laughs> and yeah yeah anyway so they steal all these cars toby gets shot um they're pretty much there and then nick has to go uh steal the final car and he doesn't have much time left he has to steal the final car which is the 67 gt500 shelby mustang Mm-hmm. Eleanor, which he's never been successfully able to steal in the past. That's right. And then 
there's a big action set piece, a huge fucking chase, which is just like crazy. And yeah, like, yeah. And it ends with, so I want to just bring up one point. Like the chase is fine. Like it's okay. Um, at the end, he jumps the car <laughs> over this massive, like backup on the bridge. <laughs> and like, that's how he gets that. He gets away. He right. He evades the traffic. Now, that is a ridiculous scene. Yes. But is it any more ridiculous than the ending of Fast and the Furious no, 1? No, and which you is know what? 100% one of the stupidest endings of, of all course. time. Of yeah. course. And I'm glad that this scene made it in this in this movie where Nick Cage's character fucking daredevils over 600 cars as he flies into the air and lands on the other side. Great, because now this is the movie that I was hoping to see. Um yeah, you but know then they kind of trick you into being like, oh, it's going to be a bit like Ocean's Eleven or something. Oh, like, oh, it's going to be a little heisty. There's going to be plot and intrigue, yeah. and there's none of that. There's just some cold action, and then halfway through the movie, the color tone changes to sapio uh, brown the, or whatever. The color, the filming, the what? cinematography is all over the place. Every car chase yeah. scene is just L.A., but it's cloudy as fuck, and, yeah. and it's all like a weird, are we in Mexico? Post-rain <laughs> Long Beach. What yeah. the hell just happened? Um so here's the problem, and I I remember thinking this when I was a, a young child seeing this movie. My favorite part of that sequence is when he outruns the helicopter in the in the um yeah the river basin yes. And I always thought that should be the climactic scene, right? You know, and there's like 90 minutes left after that to like <laughs> there's there's <laughs> more like shit. there's that's that's during the first part of the chase sequence and there is like two or three other parts to follow yep and not to mention so after he escapes then he he doesn't even get they don't even make it no and the guy they just shred the car they take memphis to kill him and then he kills christopher eccleston and that's it basically hey fun fact that car chase scene with the helicopter hovering over the bridge thingy same scene except replace the car for an ambulance and you've got the movie yeah. ambulance. ambulance. I do like that the button for the nitrous oxide says "Go, baby, go" <laughs> when he presses it. Yeah. yeah. But do, have you seen Fast and the Furious one? God no. It's it, the ending. I mean, I have. The but ending yes. is like brain dead. It is ridiculous. Yeah. So it's it's not so <laughs> much say something awful. But yeah. No. Don't. But it's not so much like this movie. I was always kind of like, well, I mean, the ending is fine, but the ending of the Fast and the Furious is just like, ugh. yeah horrid we go into certain films expecting that quality i just didn't expect it to be this low for 60 seconds really and that's what fucking it got me off guard yeah man i wanted it to be goofy or like it is strange it is goofy though it is it's i think i think there's lots of like funny bits in this film there's maybe three Right, and they're perform them right now. Far, (laughs) there's one there that my my God, you cannot doubt Nick Cage just dominating that car salesman scene where he's dressed in a suit and he goes, "Fantastic, your name's Roger, my name's Roger, two Rogers don't make a right, ha ha, fantastic." And then there's another one where he's he's pretty restrained in in the rest of the film, but then there's moments of silence where you can see his face change and he does like a two finger gun point or whatever and then he's yeah. just like all right follow me and it's the low rider the low rider uh scene sequence is good too when they're getting ready they play low rider it's like okay let's go that's the yeah. one that's exactly also the one. i love <laughs> do you love at the end 
he's so unhinged when yeah. he's like he's like it's like 80k of damage uh, yeah. so you take 80 yeah you take that away from 200 <laughs> and we call it a deal yeah. <laughs> okay <laughs> that's it yeah. that, that, those are the three scenes yeah. and this movie could have been 60 seconds long <laughs> uh, and regrettably we got two hours oh, it's a thrill ride i love Fucking it hell yeah gone yeah. in 60 seconds oh boy i, I don't know i i we just, I just chose this movie at yeah. random. That's kind of how we do it. You, I mean, you chose Ace Ventura, so come on. Totally. Yeah. That's because I got great taste, yeah. baby. But we just had to get this one. Fucking, mm, we to, is this the first Nick Cage movie we're doing? Uh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. But like, you know and what? The, best, the yeah. rest of them are all masterpieces that belong on a podcast that is about superior films. There's got to be a podcast out there dedicated entirely to Nicolas Cage. Oh, I'm Cage. sure. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. And he deserves to be on There all is of probably many episodes of this film that people have talked about. Like, it's Oof. it's not like an unpopular movie. That's what I'm saying. I think it's most like, people do are kind of like, yeah, it's not good, but... Is it more whatever. of a nostalgic thing at this point, right? Probably than for a lot of people, yeah. In a way that Michael Bay is like, all right. But, but Michael Bay is like... Michael Bay is shockingly bad, in lots of ways, you know, yes. not that like he's obviously a filmmaker who can get things done, but like, like the rock is just bad. This yeah. is not a good movie. <laughs> like we talked about Pearl Harbor. Please go back and listen. It's one of the greatest action films of all time, but he's Michael Bay is clearly like, he's a really good action filmmaker. Yeah. But like even something in the rock, it just isn't very good. And it's the same. I, as I said, I think, fucking bad boys and bad boys too is really awful as well i it's like weirdly i think pearl harbor is one of his better movies you know yeah but like this movie i think is competently made i don't think there's like really bad filmmaking in this it's just like it's it's the script and it's the characters i think that kind of let it down that's it yeah it's it's it fails to be fully an action because it tries to be a little bit more of a heist in a way that it's like, oh, there's mystery and intrigue and some. I, I disagree. I, I think just don't I see think it. it tries too much to be an action. Because hmm. but, but it should be. It should entirely be an action. I think there's too much action to it. That's the thing. Really? I don't know. Yeah. I think we watched two separate films. Although I, I split this movie over the course of three days because it took me. Why that would long you ever do that? Yeah. <laughs> you were the thrill. You're just like, oh, I need to take a break. It's too <laughs> thrilling. <laughs> It's cool too much of a thrill ride <laughs> being seconds in this later. car. <laughs> go, baby, go. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. I don't know. It, yeah, I don't know. I this don't is, know, this is our eh movie. This is our... I don't feel very <laughs> passionate about it. Excuse me. I want to be clear. I like this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I think people can tell. And I'm, I'm a pro gone in 60 seconds. Okay. okay? okay. <laughs> um, but much like the butterfly effect... Butterfly effect. Butterfly effect. Yeah. Two Rogers don't make a right. Hey. I don't think it's good. <laughs> no, no. But like, like, I kind of like the butterfly effect. It's still like a competently made film. Mm. You know, I'm not gonna fucking be. And the thing is, too, is like I grouse about like Fast and Furious, but it is kind of like well, Fast and Furious one is like just as good. Like there's some sort of je ne sais quoi that makes Fast and the Furious take off into this huge franchise franchise right that you know that this movie just didn't have there's also a lot more cars or at least more screen time for cars in ff than there is in this film where it's more face time for people than there's cars yeah fast you know what's something i i regret about this movie that like i said coming back to the competence porn idea right 
is like there's a, a major plot point is this these laser cut keys they need to take to steal these mercedes cars which are supposed to be unstealable mm. i don't think you ever get a look at those cars and i'm like i want to see yeah, more exactly. of that you exactly. know whereas fast and the furious is like those movies are shot like half of it is shot by like a music video director. it's like an advertisement you know? yeah. for the car yeah that that car is 90 percent of the scene oh yeah there's the only the only reason i know what a nissan skyline is because of that <laughs> oh, fucking shit. movie right and yeah. and yeah like i don't know that's not the case here because if you have so many characters you kind of want their interaction to be gripping enough to hold your attention and that's where it I, I don't want to give but a weird high mind to take a fucking Fast 60 and the seconds. Does do that better than this movie? No, Fast and the Furious doesn't need to do it at all. And that's why it's a success because it does it despite its content. Here, this movie needs to have people say things that are worth listening to because there's so many faces and we don't get enough of that. Or we get it and it's poorly delivered. Here's maybe what, maybe we can agree on this. Fast and the Furious knows how janky it is. Yeah. And yeah, this yeah. movie was honestly trying to be a little more than serious. that. And it failed. And yeah. that's kind of the problem. Yeah. It's like Scott Kahn trying to be a real person or a serious actor. It's like, nah. Scott yeah. Kahn's going to be f- that level of fame that Scott Kahn is at. He's a figment of our collective imagination. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Templar? <laughs> You got any serious thoughts brewing? No, I've kind of said I'm kind of said everything. That's why I was just checking to make <laughs> sure that I have a pivotal top five. You have a top five. We bring back the top five. Damn right. What's up? Top five hairdos <laughs> for Angelina Jolie <laughs> as an alternative to this rat's bathwater hair that she's got fucking going on right now. Mohawk, go. Number one mohawk. Hell yeah, that'd be pretty cool. She yeah. be she that would give her somewhat of an edge she looks like she's like a a raider from fallout new vegas or something yeah (laughs) yeah yeah. i know it's just what is happening there mohawk definitely i was also thinking of um skrillex hair (laughs) 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 one side shoop and the other side all uh, did you know that angelina jolie is actually skrillex you didn't know that right (laughs) (laughs) nailed it we can talk more about it when we talk about spring breakers yeah yeah um, another one that I was thinking of is just just all bald, just all gone. That would have been way better. So fucking sick, right? Yeah. The helmet, no problem. She could slide it on and off without the scene having to be cut back oh, yeah. and forth, <laughs> yeah. not needing a body the double. The scene where her stunt double drags <laughs> up and her hair, <laughs> her hair is, is just stuffed into the helmet. Yeah. Tangled. Um, <laughs> jo- Jolie went bald in something. Did she not? I don't remember, man. I'm sure she has. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah, just bald. But like, I'm talking bald. None of this, you know, close cut shit. We don't, we're yeah. not talking arm. We're calling all off. Yeah. Smooth as a baby's butt. Mm-hmm. Um, we got Mohawk. Bald. We got bald. We got. Skrillex. Skrillex. A mullet. <laughs> and Angelina Jolie. She's, she's got the mullet. lips for a mustache, you know, that like kind of like, kind of her, like a. A handlebar could really rest on those lips. I don't know if you know, but a mullet is super in now. Yeah, we talked about that at Ace Ventura. That guy had Ladies a... Ladies making it look super hot. And I oh, feel a like lady mullet. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Where... <laughs> you, <know> the... <laughs> you said... You can sound how enthusiastic, <laughs> enthusiastic <laughs> I am about that. It was so much sincerity. 
sincerity in your qu- oh a lady mullet oh a lady mullet do tell mm-hmm. that was so cute okay <laughs> it's because i'm 60 years old <laughs> Uh, it's it's like it's like a it's not in my day the party was all over that (laughs) (laughs) you're thinking joe dirt (laughs) i'm thinking joe lee that's our difference there hey um and the number one just number one hair (laughs) (laughs) just in the world I'm realizing now I had four in the bag. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna ponder over the number one hairdo for we'll, Angelina we'll, Jolie. We'll release a bonus episode. <laughs> number one hair. <laughs> what if it was like a uh, Patrick Bateman, like Christian Bale? Oh shit! That, that's yeah, it. Kind of slick back. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Like yeah. real butch. Uh yeah, I guess so. Super short. Have to wear like a suit. Yeah, dude. Yeah. What color would it be? Pinstripe. Perfect. Black pinstripe. Or whatever he wears in American Psycho. I'm the hair color, but you're right. Oh, <laughs> brown. Suit. Like Christian Bale's hair. Just oh, just exactly. It, just lift it off, <laughs> stick it on her head, and just call she it a day. She never gets in a bike. She's always in a Mercedes or whatever fucking car. <laughs> I just think it's great. She has a briefcase. She's like, all right, I'm heist ready. <laughs> Top five hairs. <sighs> God. <laughs> <laughs> we nailed four of those. We didn't even introduce the podcast. <laughs> oh yeah, well, it's a low ceiling. I'm John. And I'm free. It's it, always in this these cases where where we're super excited to talk about a seminal film yeah, from our dude. childhood. We get two fucking just want to go. Much like a car, <laughs> we want to fucking just hop in and blast upon <laughs> springs, as Nicolas Cage says. There you go. You know. Wow. Waiting to be plucked. <laughs> That actually sounded more like Christian Bale in American Psycho. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's the sweet spot. Yeah. Oh, man. Wow. Any more thoughts about this movie? (laughs) You going to watch it again? This, no. This (laughs) is the lowest of the low ceilings, my friends. (laughs) Hey, fucking killed it at the box office, all right? Oh. Yeah, it did. Of course. Big, big blockbuster. It's all in the hair. Hell, yeah. Well, this has been the low ceiling. You get a double introduction. (laughs) <laughs> now <laughs> yeah. thanks for listening bye bye